telling stories from the EGA Clubhouse. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the EGA's podcast, Telling Stories from the Clubhouse. I am Nick Ivanov, CEO at GoFrazy. We are a London-based multilingual dubbing and subtitling service provider. I am also a member of the EGA's Education Committee. And today, we're speaking to Alex Klute, Production Manager at Deluxe Paris, with whom we'll be talking about planning a dub project. Welcome, Alex. How are you? Hi, hi all. I'm, I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to have you here today. This yeah, is such an interesting to. topic, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah, well, before we dive into planning for the project, yeah. as you know, EGA is all about telling stories. So let's start with you and your professional story. Please let us know a bit about yourself and how did your career path led you to Deluxe? Yeah, uh, I, I was uh, raised in a uh, multilingual context because I'm, I was raised in France, but by German parents. So uh, so we spoke German at, at home and uh, but the rest of my environment was, was uh, French. And so uh, I had that uh, uh, multilingual within me and... Uh, after that, I I went to an international school. Then I graduated. I studied law in in Germany and in oh. France. Then I I have a master's degree in um, agricultural law, which has nothing to oh, do wow. with, with dubbing. <laughs> and as I didn't see myself as a lawyer, I switched to a second master's degree in um, legal translation. Um, mm. The apprenticeship I found was in a dubbing company, and the, and so I switched to to dubbing in that way. And uh, I've worked in um, lots of companies here in France, uh, different uh, smaller companies. And in 2015, I think late 2015, I I ended up at uh, at Deluxe. Um, they they opened. Um, Deluxe Media Paris, the, the dubbing facility yeah. for, for Deluxe in, in France. And uh, I became a project manager there. And that's where I've been since. So I'm quite happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, speaking of planning, because that's obviously the point of, of the episode. Um, and I always wanted to ask this question to, to fellow professionals. How planned do you think was your career now, looking back? Could you say that you made deliberate choices that kind of led you to, to the position? Yeah, I, I don't know if I can say that. Uh, I, I think many things were done by luck. and But as soon as yeah. I knew where I wanted to go, uh, I deliberately chose that path. So when I was studying law, when I started law, I did not know that I, I would work in dubbing at that point, of course. Right. Uh, what I knew when I finished my, my law studies was that I didn't want to work as a lawyer. So so I I, 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 I took a step back and looked at, at the qualities or the, the, the talents I had. And mm -hmm. the biggest talent that was left besides law was languages. So I switched to <laughs> translation. And then when I was looking for an apprenticeship within translation, mostly legal translation, I found 
that there were positions in dubbing companies. And at that point, uh, I, I said, okay, maybe that's what I want to do. That looks interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, and at, from that point on, I deliberately chose to, to stay in audiovisual dubbing. Mm -hmm. I had opportunities to to switch to, for instance, video games and stuff like that, and that did not interest me. So, so from uh, from that point on, I, I knew that I wanted to 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 remain in that uh, in that area. And yeah. what was very important to this day is to to stay a vendor to be to be mm. creating the dubs. Uh, I know many people want to switch to client side and work for for I don't know. Uh, uh, major companies or for Netflix or whatever, but yeah. I, 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 I like to be involved in the in the creation pro, pro, process to to work with the studios, work with the translators yeah. directly, and and uh, and uh, and for now that's that satisfies me. Maybe this will change at some point, but for now that's what I want to do. Yeah, what well, that's a really very interesting story because it shows how your how the diversity. Of your background you know all comes together you know to to position you in into the place where you are now and where you feel happy and and fulfilled that's that's really great thank you for sharing that yeah, and you. um new dubbing projects always very exciting right but yeah. they often come with a lot of challenges yeah. so with the with the excitement of new stories and new characters um comes also sometimes very demanding challenges. How do you approach planning a new dub project at Deluxe? What are the yeah. first steps that you take? What are the things you consider, you know? Yeah, it, it, it all always depends on the kind of project. Uh, what we do at Deluxe Paris mostly, well, Deluxe Media Paris because there are other branches, but uh, we, we mostly do content. We don't have, um, each project manager doesn't have such a huge workflow that he can't be involved in the content. We we always keep an eye on the content. So so that's very important for us. And that's also important for me as a person to to know that I I really work on on, on the stuff, uh on the yeah, as I said, on, on the content. So the first right. thing we do, we check the content. What what kind of uh project it is? Is it a documentary? Mm -hmm. Is it a movie? If it's a movie, is it a comedy? Is it a comedy? Is it a cartoon? Is it um, is it a war movie? All those things will have influences on the way you you build the project. Yeah. The second step after taking into account what kind of what kind of project it is, is to build a schedule. Usually, what you have uh, at the beginning, you have um, the date of the arrival of the, the assets, that's when you can start to work. And then you have a deli delivery deadline. And between those two dates, you're free to do what, to do, what you want to do to, in order to have that project uh, done. So you build a schedule. So a schedule comprises uh, all the milestones you need to have. For us, mm -hmm. it's um, we have an extra step in France that's, that's called detection. Uh, mm -hmm. We have detection. We have translation, then we have recording, then we have uh, editing, then we have mixing, then we have QC, and then we have delivery. And mm. once you, you put uh, people and dates in front of all those milestones, you're, you're quite good to go. So, right. so, 
So first you build the schedule, then you put together a team, and that's where the content comes into place too, uh, is important too, because uh, for instance, if it's a, a comedy movie, uh, you will want to choose uh, an art director who, who will who will direct the, the, the dubbing talents, uh, who is used to doing comedy, who understands the way a comedy works. If it's an action movie, you maybe want to try to work with someone else who's more specialized in action movies. So you build uh. your team, you choose your translators, you choose your, your art director uh, according to the content. And, um, and the same goes for all the other um, milestones for you want to work with a with a, a recording technician who's used to to the kind of project you're 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 working on, and so you, you build your team. And once you've done that, you you just watch your project grow. You 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 have everybody involved in it. You communicate with them on a daily basis to to see how they're get, getting along, how how they're progressing. You discuss uh, with the art director. You you discuss the voice casting so many many original actors will have uh will have voices that are um that are used to to uh, to 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 act them so uh, so, right. so you will discuss the casting you will uh, you, you 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 will make it grow and uh and you're involved in the once the mix is done you will listen to what you've what you've created or contributed to co to create and and approve it and at the end you deliver it. So so that's uh, that's how how we do it here. Yeah right. Well, thank you. That that was really very descriptive and I'm sure very useful. If I have to summarize it, uh, would it be correct to say that you're building like a frame, uh, and then depending on the nature of the project you uh, retain a certain flexibility within the yeah. frame to react on, on uh, you know, deviations or surprises or things yeah, that could change. Exactly. Uh, what, for very big uh, projects, what we do, what we do sometimes, uh, we, I call it the box in the box because we consider Deluxe, uh, Deluxe is a box and the project is a tiny box within Deluxe. And yeah. so you, you build that frame and you watch the project grow inside that frame and you, you watch it take its own, uh, well, um, yeah, build its own life. And uh, and you only intervene when when there are bumps on the road to say okay oh, here I'd rather do that here blah 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 and uh, and um, and communicate communication is key with uh, with all the talents that are involved. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds, sounds makes great sense. Um, the project management triangle states that yeah. with quality, cost, and time, <laughs> you can only have two out of three within a certain project. For example, you can have, you know, high quality and high cost, but you can yeah. have long turnaround time or you can have short time and low cost, but not high quality. Yeah. What do you believe is the right approach to balance quality cost and time yeah. for yeah. dubbing in project management, even considering, you know, especially in the in the last few years you know re requirements and expectations of clients in regards of quality are growing and growing and growing at the same yeah. time budgets are shrinking timelines are shrinking how do yeah. you navigate through this complexity yeah the, the thing is you you're, you're right those are like the three pillars of of production time money and quality but the thing you have to <laughs> consider is that 
time and money, money are kind of imposed onto you. Once the, right. the bid is accepted and the deadline is accepted, you it, it's like the, um, the conditions in which you are, you're working. The quality of, of your delivery will always be expected. It, the client will know that budget is low. The client will know that mm -hmm. uh, that that uh, the deadline is tight, but the the client won't won't be willing to compromise on quality. So right. quality is always where you compromise last. So yeah. what what you have to there again, it's your work process that that really makes you able to 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 be agile within within that. For right. instance, uh, when if you if you have a war movie which has uh which has the war movie is not a good uh, example uh, let's let's take an, another example take take a cartoon you have a ca cartoon mm -hmm. with a low budget and and a, a tight deadline you know that as the 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 pictures are 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 drawn it's 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 not live action um the lip movements will be less precise. So you will right. be able to gain time and money on the editing because, mm -hmm. because the edit will be easier than for a live action movie. So, so that, that's one example. Uh, for, yeah. for an action movie, there, there might be, it might be less wordy. Uh, the characters will talk less. So we'll, you might gain time and, uh, and money on recording times because because there's less words, so you have to to try to 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 analyze the project to see where you can you you can make right. it make for the best. And so what, what would is it be key? correct? Yeah, would it be correct if we if we summarize it like the goal here is to do the best you can with what you have, to yeah, consider yeah, what you yeah. have, and just try to do the best out of it. Yeah, and you have to have experience, understand how how that specific project works, uh, where you can maybe cut a bit the edges to 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 make more time make more money and uh, but but the thing is always you you will try to to deliver the best quality you can right that's, right that's how it goes yeah that's expected and no matter yeah. what right <laughs> yeah. um yeah well speaking of planning especially for dubbing project mm -hmm. dubbing projects are very um you know human intensive there is a lot yeah. of human factor yeah. involved um and onboarding new talent has always been a challenge in our industry, but especially in recent years with the explosion in demand from OTT platforms and streaming services. How do you identify and retain talent for dubbing project management roles at Deluxe? Uh, when you say dubbing pro uh, project manager roles, you, you mean the project managers or do you, do you mean the dubbing teams uh, like the translators and so on? Yeah, well, the dubbing teams, yeah, in general, but more, moreover, you know, the project management roles yeah, because okay. the role of planning yeah. the project, I, I assume, yeah. it's really key yeah. for for things it's, to it's, work out. Yeah, I understand. It's 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 difficult right now because of the the, the work market is it's very yeah. intense. Um, the since COVID kind of ended, I don't, I, 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 I don't know if it's really finished, but it looks like it. Um, you, you have the feeling that production was stalled for for a long time, and suddenly there's so much work everywhere. There, there are all those new streaming platforms popping yeah. up, popping up everywhere, and and so the project managers, they, they, they just 
they can choose where they where they want to work, which was not the case before. So you have to mo motivate them with good good salaries, good working conditions, and and, and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah. besides that, um, what you're looking in a project manager is talent, motivation, and experience. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can have all three of them, that's great. But it's yeah. it's some it's sometimes yeah, but it's sometimes <laughs> a, a bit a bit tricky. So so the 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 interview process has to be very good then you have uh, you have probation periods and stuff but most of the of the time what happens is the industry in the end is quite small and whenever you and most of the times when you get a new candidate you always almost always know someone who knows him from before and uh, and like myself I, I i must have worked in six or seven or maybe eight com different companies uh, and i yeah. don't know so so many people in different companies and when i when i see a new product manager in an interview i always i'm able to ask someone for for, for references that's one thing yeah. if it's a newcomer what we usually do we we take people that are really inexperienced we we hire them as uh, production assistants mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, well they have they have less um and you kind of less... build them as as professionals yeah, exa exactly over and time if, if 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 they're not good you just let them go and uh if mm. they're good you but uh yeah that, that we we did that a, a lot. There are many assistants that started as as uh, many people project managers at Deluxe Paris who started as assistants and who are project managers who are very good now. Uh, mm. Who started small and, and and kind of progress that that works well for us. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. Uh, I had a few more questions for you yeah. because it's a really interesting conversation. But unfortunately, we are running out yeah, so, of time. Sorry, I'm taking too much time. No, no, it's, it's really, it's really very interesting. I hope there is a second part of of this um, of this episode uh, some some day soon in the future because this really, I think, of great value for our audience. So, as we are approaching the end of this episode, um, Alex, thank you so much for being our guest. It's really been a great pleasure, and uh, it yeah I, I think it was really very very useful. And you guys stay tuned for our next episode of EGA podcast, telling stories from the clubhouse. Join us next time when we share more stories about elevating the art and science of global storytelling.